everybody. It's uh, Sean Mahoney with Nestwitch and uh, Stanley Lee with Nestwitch. We're here uh, just having a conversation today about some things we were talking about a little bit earlier. Uh, if you're a regular listener to our the Cybersecurity Chronicles here, you've heard me chatting with uh, Will LaSalle. And uh, today, Will shared an article to me and Stanley from Gizmodo. Billions of dollars later, the U.S. government remains as hackable as ever. The first sentence is, the United States is at no risk of being confused for a country with serious cybersecurity defenses. Wow. <laughs> what, what a shot over the bow from Gizmodo. But it's not unfair. I mean, 10 years, they, 10 years ago, they had a report that showed the serious uh, illnesses they had in cybersecurity. And here we are. Many of the same problems exist today that they did 10 years ago. My first reaction when I saw that is, uh-oh, it's the Titanic. <laughs> and the captain is like, yeah, what iceberg? We are indestructible. You know, but I mean, NIST even set out a framework for five functions that you need to do, any organization needs to do to be resilient in, a, in an environment that we are today. Well, talk about the NIST framework. And that's the interesting observation I have, my first reaction. Now, of course, that goes back in a few years. They might have changed. But I'm still looking at the functions, the functions that they you know, talk about, identify, protect, detect. And the last thing it comes on is recover. And to a lot of small, medium-sized businesses, I would think that would should be the first. And going back into a you know the ship analogy, when yeah, we you use that oftentimes are, when we're talking with customers. Yeah, and when you are when you are you know sailing down, okay. Well, before you sailing, what what should you do? You should be checking all the safety equipment, the failover, just in case that there. It, well, first, you, well, of course, you brief your crew, making sure to bring up. You know, in this case, the cybersecurity awareness, the security awareness about all the things going on, such as phishing attacks. So they have. They are the first line of ears and eyes to making sure that, you know, the company doesn't get hit by phishing attack, those type of things. Right. So security, you know, awareness training, behavioral changes, that would be the first thing that you talk about, you know, before you start sailing. And then the second part is I would, it's looking at the recovery. And that's how we engage with the customer customers. What are you doing with your recovery process? Because that there are lots of unknown, it might already have happened within the network. And it's a matter of fact that you might already have, the network might already infected with zero days, malwares, that the hackers are watching every single emails, you know, communication being discussed on a day-by-day, minute-by-minute basis, and just waiting for the right moment to execute their attack. So what I would do is the first thing when we engage with any customers or my advice to any customers that you should look at your backup and recovery plan and make sure that, okay, you know, you set aside a set of the copy of the backup and then test it in a right environment. 
And now with a lot of cloud infrastructure, you can spun up an infrastructure in a virtual network environment to test those backups to make sure that they are still properly being backed up. And the data would able to recover in that process at a very, very minimum cost. Because now after you tested it, you can just shut those server down. And but if that, a small business owner it, it doesn't want to spend the money on cybersecurity tools and all the cool little things that are out there today, well, at, I, at the very least, the, there should be backups. Okay, let me use another analogy right? to answer your question. It's just like the doctor telling you, well, what should you do to take care of your health? Exercise. Does it cost you any money but exercise? Yeah, it might cost you to buy a pair of sneakers, you know, put on some shorts, and I'm sure everybody <laughs> have T-shirts. And then you just go start running or walking. How much money would that cost? Maybe a pair of sneakers. I mean, yes, but you start taking care of your good health, such as like in cyber hygiene. And that is the minimum cost by going out to Amazon, buy an external hard drive, how much does it cost? Less than a hundred buck. Back up the data, bring that into an infrastructure where you can test it. And maybe you already have some uh, virtual environment set up in the infrastructure, existing infrastructure. So set aside some computational process to test that recovery process. If not, go on to AWS, Google, or, a or a a a Azure and test that environment. And if your IT team compact to say, well, it's going to cost you a lot of money or basically have a lot of reason. Well, it's just like, you know, what we know. Yeah, we should exercise, but you know what? I'm going to wait for another day. <laughs> I don't know what that means to a lot of business executives, a lot of owners. To me, it's just excuses. Yeah. So, it, and, and out of the it's NIST, not going back into though. the NIST. And sorry, just one last thing. Yeah, go ahead. On the NIST framework. There are over 100 subcategories out of the NIST. It's a pretty extensive list. But the recovery, it's only three categories with six subcategories. So it's a fraction of what the whole NIST framework asking us to do. But that recovery process is so minimal out of the extensive list. And that's where I should start besides the security awareness training. Let the crew know what you're doing. Check your life jacket, your life vessel, making sure the strap is not being bit through by the rats <laughs> and all those little things. And it doesn't cost a whole lot of money. And it is a necessary thing, just like what the doctor keeps telling us to do exercise you or know, even it's, stretching. It's, it's one of the things we do oftentimes with our customers, Stanley. You've been involved in many of those conversations when we work with them on the cyber risk governance which is really using your ship analogy, the bridge crew really making sure that the entire crew knows the, the navigated path. When we leave port, this is where we're going. This is how we're going to get there. Everybody understands where the, what the goal is. And they understand that this ship could encounter some risks and these are the potential risks. And everybody's sort of on the same page. Does everybody need to know how to handle all of the risks? No. But everybody needs to understand what those risks are. And that's what we do 
you know, with the, the cyber risk governance conversation is be able to allow everyone to understand what the risks are, that bridge crew, be able to z- disseminate that information down and to do it in a way that makes sense and is reasonable to everyone and then start to address how to mitigate those risks. And that yeah. first one, we deal with customers and because we deal with so many, a lot of founders in the management, um, oftentimes it's, well, I want my business to continue. So we get back to that Absolutely. protection. It's that business continuity. How do you continue when something happens? Because it's not always cyber. It could be an act of God. It could be a fire. It could be a flood. It could be a hurricane. Absolutely. It could be a, a multitude of things that happen to the physical business while we're dealing in the, in the digital business. Uh, absolutely. And so uh, it's that responding. Yeah. And then and, and going back into, you know, why we came up with the cyber risk governance. The first thing that we are talking about is what you just mentioned. It's how do you turn all these technical acronyms, you know, all these governance into a simple map, a data right. in technical term data visualization. And in, you know, in the real world, it's a, just a map. And then going back into the ship, you know, back then we're using compass and the physical piece of paper as the map to navigate the ocean, navigate throughout the world. And now you've got, you know, GPS, satellite systems, everything is on a map of some sort, whether it's physical or digital. Now, of course, everything we didn't turn it into digitizations. And part of it is just tying it back into, you know, years ago talking about digital transformation. How do we put all those data into something that everybody can understand, a map? And that's well, you look what, at Waze. You look at the application Waze. It just shows, hey, there's speed traps here. There's an accident here. There's construction here. <laughs> These are right. risks. You need to navigate around them or figure out how to avoid them. So maybe we should call and, it cyber ways. The, you know, because it's easy to understand. And, you know, a picture is more than a thousand work. And, but it's still, that's just the beginning. You know, how do you pull the data together to create a map that is easily understandable by everybody within the organizations? And that's right. what the goal that we are trying to do. But at the same time that there are small pieces of it that can build towards that map. And by engaging the team into looking at what you talked about, a business continuity plan, just to survive through this storm, it's critical to survive the business, to have your business to survive in case that there's something happening is going to be happening tomorrow. Or it just like you said, it's not just cyber attack, it's an act of God. And there are so many reasons that you got to have that plan in place. And going back into the cost, is it going to cost a lot of money to put on a pair of sneakers to start walking and to start stretching? No, it, it doesn't cost anything in relatively comparing to the risk and the money that you're going to spend to recover when you don't have a good set of backup to re- recovering from. Right. And, and you follow the rest of, you follow the rest of the framework from NIST and you could be doing everything right. And we were talking about earlier the way everybody's so interconnected 
we were, t- we were talking about the insurance industry and the layers there and the interconnectedness of the insurance industry, but really business in general, just how interconnected everyone is in the supply chain attacks. You could do everything right and still be a victim because of a weak link in the chain. And it's how do you recover? How do you respond to being a, a bystander of an attack? Right. So. And it, 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 and now there's so many ways, and that's why you know it's a perfect storm in the you know cy- in the world of cybersecurity. But we got to look beyond cybersecurity. That's what we are trying to do, and that's what we are doing right now. Is we know these type of regulations are going to be, you know, more and more of these type of regulations right. in the supply chains, in the different segments, uh, market segments. And of course, now that going back into the CMMC, which we have talked about it a lot, you if you don't right. pass the certificate, you can't even do business, right? And it's directly impacting how every company is operating. Doesn't matter big or small. You still have to, if you want to do business with DOD, or if you want to do business in California, meanwhile, you're collecting, you know, consumer dating by selling burritos on the street or selling burritos, <laughs> and but you want to have your social network, you want to grow your business by, you know, tap into social networking. That means you are collecting consumer data. Right. And you might be impact your business selling burrito might be impacted by the, C, uh, by the CCPA already. Yes, that might be an exaggeration, but there are a lot of business in between that is going to fall into some type of regulations. And I think, okay, all right, even though you try to ignore the regulation for now until it starts going to happen, but the minimum what to survive this is you got to start looking at the backup and how that backup can operate in case that you hit that storm along the way. And of course, the whole thing is going from point to point, how you get into the safe harbor. Eventually, you know, you want to navigate through the storm. (laughs) You want to go through and become into the safe harbor for a period of time that you don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. It's by start doing small pieces at a time. And we talked about even in the by statistics, security awareness has the most bang for your buck because right. by communicating by educating with your staff and that's what we help our customers you know just by in yep. one hour of how to ut- utilizing those free tools on the market space um it, to increase the cyber hygiene increase you know part of the best practice just by doing that it gives you 64 percent of roi already and there's you know, the not much money a- needs to be spent that training is a fairly, um, to the business, it's inexpensive for a lot of employees to be able to be trained and, and just made aware, um, educated about the risks and things they should look for. And it doesn't take a lot of time from their uh, productivity standpoint. I mean, it's a, it's a weekly email with a two-minute micro training video. There you go. Exactly. It keeps I was going to say, it, 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 you can't expect they learn you know, instantaneously anyway. It's not like you no. give a one training, they're going to, you know, absorb everything. It's just a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. So yeah, that's the starting point. We even do that internally. 
Oh it's, yeah, it's you know, in a weekly. It's basis. little reminders. Yeah, just and little reminders. That's all it exactly. Is. And then the second thing is what we start building up. You know, is the, the what we call the building block. The second building block. Now we're looking at you know the the perfect storm is happening right now. So we should emphasize this, you know, for our audience is the recovery process. Right. It's the recovery process tied it into the business continuity plan. You know, these are the little steps that it's no cost or very, very minimum cost for any business to start looking at this cyber as part of the cyber hygiene right. as part of the map or the roadmaps that you're going to be going into the safe harbor and before we even talking about you know the regulations and compliance these are the simple steps that we encourage all of our audience and our customers to do and this is something that they can do today by just yeah. asking the right question to their team, their IT teams, you know, compliance team, and where are we at with our backup plan? You know, how far back do we, if there is an infections into our backup data, you know, do we have another copy? Do we have a third layer copy that goes back into months ago that did not get infected? Because that you never know when at point in time that it was infected. So you make sure that you have three copies or even four copies. <laughs> and then on the monthly rotation, and that's what, you know, you, you think about it as a quarterly basis, right? So you have four sets of copies. And how much is an external hard drive? You know, even now what, selling two T's below below $100 for a 2T drive. Yeah, very and you can have, you know, buy four of them and every month back it up. So that way you have every quarter, you start the new rotation, reusing it. So every quarter, then you can have a, a different set of backup. And of course, in quarterly basis, just making sure you do a test, a random test. It doesn't have to be elaborate. And then you can duplicate the environment. You can do it, you know, smaller tests. One depends on where the database reside, what kind of database it is. You build a virtual server on the cloud environment, recover from that database and making sure it works. And if it yep. works, then you shut down the cloud environment. How much money would be spending? A few hundred bucks? So you do that constantly on a quarterly basis. I would we, we try to do it on a monthly basis. It depends on how critical those databases. But nevertheless, that's just a starting point to get into the habit, a best practice environment, just like exercising. So yep. there's there's a reason there's a reason that that uh, you know we'll stick with the the ship analogy, but there's a reason that every time a cruise ship pulls out, before they pull out, all the passengers need to do that drill. Yes, that's <laughs> they need right. to know where their life jackets are. <laughs> they go through it over and over again, and you got to imagine the crew. They're like, oh, we just did this. 
And just same thing, you this. got onto the flight, right? You know, how many times that, okay, we're going to ignore it, but they're just going to keep doing it. Okay, now actually I know exactly how to repeat every single <laughs> word, what they said already. But still, it is important to re remind but them. But you, you pay attention to it still, and you know, every plane is different, and every business is different, and you got to pay attention to what's going on and because you got to make it to where it's habit. It's, exactly. it's instinctive response. You know, as soon as as soon as something happens, everybody just knows what they need to do. Yes, we you know, and the thing is, we know is annoying. That's part of my presentation to some of my clients. You know, cybersecurity, annoying. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> However, it is a part of survival skill in yeah. this perfect storm. So, all right. Well, Stanley, thanks for chatting today. Oh, that's great. Thank you for our audience to listen to an annoying messages. <laughs> but I, we always hope that they can pick up something along the way to benefit to their organization. Right. If you want to know more about NetSwitch, you can visit us at NetSwitch, N-E-T-S-W-I-T-C-H dot net. Thanks. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you, Thanks, Sean. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone.